What's up, everybody? This is Darius J. And I'm Stephen Eel. And Miller ain't here, so uh, <laughs> 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 this is conversation. Let's talk about it. Yeah, Let's... we in here, baby. We live. You know what I'm saying? We live. You know yes. what I mean? So we in here. We doing our thing. Um, so what's up, man? How how am I living? How See, you living? Usually it's ladies first, but yeah, it is. It's really like but, uh, just giving a beat. Mella is on assignment. On assignment. Well, no, she's just not with us. Yeah, we sold yeah. it to the junk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The fine of the uh, Black Panther thing. But, but no, um, big weekend for me yeah. this weekend because, uh, you know, my birthday falls on this paycheck. So I just decided to get my admissions test done, right, right. Uh, get my tag renewal, oh, and man. get my license renewed because my five-year license expired. Woo! So I did nice. all of that. Friday and Saturday, and I tell you, this is the smoothest this has ever gone for me in my entire adult hey, life. Man, that new system the DDS got going on and stuff like that, hey, it's, it's, it's working, man. It I is working. It. Oh, that renewal kiosk oh, is a lifesaver. Boy, it keeps you from having to deal with them disgruntled desk people. Exactly. Those people do not like people. They don't. <laughs> I mean, and I, I can't blame them because some of the stuff that comes to their doorstep, somebody is, like, trying to – Get a car title off of uh some some gas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know, like do you have this? Do you have that? Uh, do you have this? Well, no, ma'am. But I, I thought that uh, and you know. Yeah. So. So by the know, time they get to you, uh, I just want to renew my tag I for forty bucks or like, twenty bucks. Well, we don't like you, and we got attitudes right now. You ain't do the proper steps, so just boo back. You forgot to put a, your capital letter for your first initial. So come back tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. <laughs> come on, lady. Man. You oh can't no, I'm not like playing that. that come back tomorrow stuff. Yeah, dude. Let me tell you something. Cause just like for me, I have to get my hazmat and stuff like that. <laughs> so I have to go through. I had to get a letter from the government to say I'm not a killer. Mm. In order to do all that for my CDL certificate. Oh, uh, yeah, that's like right. That. I so, had a few of them come know. through DDS trying to get their stuff together. Um, but, yeah, and then uh, renewing my license, I ran into a little bit of a hiccup uh. because I changed my address because I've moved within the last Ooh. five years. And I had to get my proof of address, the two proof of addresses oh, thing. Man, and I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten to bring it. So... Yeah. What they did, though, was like, okay, just go to that kiosk where you fill out the application. Uh, it is nothing but a Chrome browser, so I just opened another window, pulled up my bills, printed them out, you know what I'm saying, and they were able to uh, no, verify. No, see that? that? You know what? DDS, though, stepped it up. That's right. Adam made a new chief of late, baby. Yes. So you come in, you can get it, you can get out, man, because it used to be every time I knew I had to do my um any license renewal or anything, I dreaded it. I just like, I gotta bring on my my birth certificate, my social security deal, card. I got to deal with somebody named Bertha, exactly. Or Shirley, who don't know how to point the camera right, exactly. And then they go, they take you, they take a picture of you when you ain't even ready yet. Yeah, you ready, ready to take a picture? Okay, all right. Look in the camera. Blah, you like hurry the line up. Get my face ready. Hurry the line up. But you, you know? know, most of them when I show them my smile, they be like, "Oh, you got such a beautiful smile. You take good licenses." Be like, you know what I'm saying? Do the rent in my family, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, ain't too many ugly people in my family, man. <laughs> hey. Hey, that's a gift. Yeah. Uh, so, so yeah, man. Uh, so, that was a success. All success. So, my real license will come in about two or four weeks. Right. Um, and just 
man, I was just looking at my old license picture man, and my like new. A totally different guy, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, because I did have that Jabba the Hutt action. Uh, exactly, I said it myself. I look my old license picture. I look like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> I really do, like for real. So yeah. I'll post it. I'll yeah. post it to the group. Right. Just the difference, because I have the two licenses. You know, yeah. you see, they punched a hole in my old license, so yeah, I can't use it yeah, like yeah, to fake yeah. anything. No. Yeah, they, they make do. sure they hit you square between the eyes on that on that punch hole action. Exactly. So, so yeah. So, so yeah, so that was my weekend in a nutshell. Um, uh, so, yeah, that's how I'm living. So, how you living, Darius J? I'm living pretty good, man, you know. Uh, my Thursday through... Today now, which is still considered a weekend, even though it's a this oh, beginning so of the week. Confusing. It's yes. the beginning of the week, but yes. it's still considered a weekend. Um yeah. so uh Thursday started off, you know, me and my wife had a nice little chat, you know what I'm saying? It was a, it was a deep chat, you know what deep. I'm saying? But you know, we, we uh peeled back some of the we, we melted some of the ice box where our heart used to be at. Yes. Oh, <laughs> You know Omarion, yeah, we with the old Marion. So, yeah. but you know, it was good. You know what I'm saying? I was halfway tired as usual. You know what I mean? Like I was happy in and out, but it was a good discussion, and then led into the weekend. You know, Friday just rested, really. You know what I mean? Like Friday, I'm pretty much drained from the long week because this these weeks have been 60, 70 hour plus weeks. Mm. So, you know what I mean? Yeah, tired. Plus, my st- day start pretty early in the morning. But the weekend was good. You know what I mean? Did the monthly budget. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's payday. It's it payday. was payday. So we do our budget for the month. Get everything good and going. You know what I'm saying? Make sure we on the same page for a weekend. Live like no one else. It's the down part for a weekend. But so we can live like nobody else. They ransacked. You know what I mean? But Right. You know, it was good. So, you know, after we did the budget, we went to the movies. You know what I'm saying? I didn't get to see the Ant-Man and Wasp because it was all sold out for some reason on my neck of the woods. I thought about trying to see that, but I it knew was. that was going to happen. Yeah, I see. It, I, 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 I had my hopes up, and I, I, I got let down. Oh, You know what I'm saying? So, oh, But man. we did watch Ocean's 8. It was oh. actually better than I thought it was. Oh. Like, I was pleasantly surprised. Like, I was like, I thought this movie was going to be grade A sucking. <laughs> but um, <laughs> it was not. It was actually a good movie. So, okay, on an on a scale of Ocean's 11 to Ocean's 13, is it better or worse? Like, where does it fall it's as far Ocean's as Ocean's 8? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> the Ocean's 11 is like, is like the originator. Yeah. Everyone likes it. Right. People don't like 12 for some reason. I liked 12. I did like 12, too. Especially the 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 end where he's dancing, where the thief is dancing through all those lasers. Yeah. That was the dopest thing I've ever oh, seen man. in that franchise. They also pulled in some of the people from, you know what I mean, yeah. Ocean's 11. Exactly. Yeah. See, Ocean's 13, see, people like it better than 12. I thought it was a tad overkill. Yeah, me too. You know, just like, yeah, just oh, this, you went back to the Bellagio? Yeah, yeah, or back yeah. to Vegas? How could you Vegas. pull Why that? Well, because their lives were in danger. Yeah, so, so but they had to go reclaim some old stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. But, you yeah, know, I went know. to eat at one of my favorite places on the planet, man, which is Food Terminal. Food Terminal. You food do food plug the Food Terminal. Dude, I love that place. I, I love that Still place. Still haven't made it out there to be on the highway. My, it's so cheap. 
so cheap. $10 for a bowl of piping hot ramen with ribs and wontons and bok choy all, all on top. Mm. And mm. Uh, with a fried egg. Right with a fried egg. Top. You know what I mean? Good, man. Good eating. You know what I mean? So I, I went there and got my favorite grandma's barbecue pork wonton bowl. I Man. was going to try the cheese on cheese, but I just ain't got there yet because that grandma wants on bowl just too good, bro. But, you know, man, um, oh man. after that, man, just came home and got in the L sack because I had to get up and teach these cheerings. You know chilling, what I'm chilling, chilling. Well, I ain't teach, you know what I'm saying? Tasha t- talked today, and she did a, oh, she did so good, man. I was like, I this let me know I'm not a teacher, man, because she did it totally <laughs> different than I would do it. It was so orderly. Well, she has and children. That's what I'm saying. So, like she, but she, know. I think she's a teacher by profession too. Oh, as well. okay, gotcha. And you know what I'm saying? She did such a good job. I was just like, oh, this class is really so good. I was actually sitting in the back taking notes. <laughs> I, the class went so smooth. I said, you know what? I'm gonna do this all over again. You know what it is, right? Uh, they acted good because they know Miss Tosh is gonna tell their parents that they act. Hey man, they think the dude with the dreads in the head don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he ain't got no kids. He ain't got no kids. He, he don't know what he's doing. Yeah, I mean, he don't so, care. But you know that concludes my uh, weekend. Uh, shout out to Asia for uh, making uh, Jesus, Jesus the Lord. light of her life. That's right. She made Jesus Lord today. So congratulations to you, uh, young lady. May all the best come for you and after you. To all the days of your life, may it be blessed, man. Like, it's only beginning. Uh, you are surrounded by a great cloud of witnesses, and I hope that uh, helps you. You know what I'm saying? Don't forget to tap into your resources of people. People is what make Christianity easier than it is. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We don't do this alone. We don't do it alone. Yes. That's Strength in numbers. Strength in numbers. That's how God designed it. Yeah. You have the body to tap into. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I'm more like the fist. You know what I'm saying? I know you say <laughs> the hand. I'm like the fist. So if you ever need, you know, muscle in your life, Lord. I'm like the whole right arm. Lord, <laughs> Lord, Lord. I will put, lay hands on people. With, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> lay hands in prayer. Lay, lay hands, hands in, in prayer, prayer and in the waters prayer. of baptism. Yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. 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 Um, look at that boy over sitting. Look at his, look at him. Dip him. You know what I mean? See, I, I have some bonus material. Woo. I have some bonus material as far as stories are concerned. What's up? Um, so, you know, I do the Usher thing. Uh-oh. I've been doing the Usher thing. 8701. <laughs> Best album in my eyes. <laughs> but, uh, or That's as we call it. He was like this on the cover. Oh, yeah, on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> but... But yeah, you know, we call it the host team. The host team. Oh. Yes. So I come in today hmm. and, you know, we're starting to fix up the trays. Yeah. And for whatever reason, I think I had like temporary blindness or whatever. Right. I did not see any crackers. Oh, yeah. I, and I, I, you know who found those crackers? Who found the crackers? Me. You found them? I walked in there and went, walked straight to them. Because wow. Chris was in there with me. He was yes. like, Steve went to get some crackers. I was like, what y'all need crackers for? Some crackers right here. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, we used unleavened matzo crackers. From oh, usually y'all didn't have kosher crackers. Exactly. So That wouldn't even Jesus. That was uh, <laughs> Roger. 
that's made up. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Y'all had, y'all had Johnny. <laughs> well, okay, so I went to get some crackers. So I was like, what's the nearest grocery store to where we meet in Bankhead? Nowhere. Okay. <laughs> no, there's a Kroger City Center in, uh, on Cascade. Cascade, less than 10 minutes away. Mm, All right. Okay. So I went. I got some more juice, got two more juice bottles, you know, yeah. 100% Concord Grape. That's Concord how I roll. Great. You get make sure you get some of them heart vitamins. No no cocktail? No cocktail. I'm not judging, but no cocktail. Cocktail. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh but then I could not find any kosher crackers. Oh man, you should have brought some Ritz. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just, I'm asking everybody, do you have the matzo crackers? Is using the kosher section, the international aisle? Because you know, I used to work at Kroger too, man. Yeah. So every Kroger I've ever been to has this uh, kosher section. Yeah. It just depends. If you go to like Toko Hills or something, yeah. there's a lot of Jewish people there. Yeah. It's like a whole wall yes. of kosher stuff. Yes, yes, yes. But in Cascade. Cascade said, hey, we got them Ritz. We got them club crackers. <laughs> it's like, this is all the crackers hey, we got. got some, hey, could have called, could have got some Ritz crackers and called it Jesus in the summertime. <laughs> <laughs> well, what ended up happening was, <laughs> what ended up happening was, I had to get some unsalted saltines. <laughs> and bring it in. Now, fortunately, because Darius found the crackers that yeah. I, for some reason, could not see. Maybe because I didn't have my glasses on and yeah. my contacts somehow failed me. But um, because he found them, we didn't have to use those unsalted saltines. Yeah, y'all, Man, I should have took those. Y'all didn't get Johnny crackers this <laughs> we morning. We did not. Y'all almost had Johnny crackers. <laughs> yes. Y'all almost had leavened bread. Why well, I don't feel connected to the Lord right now. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? It's, it's, it's this cracker don't taste like body. Exactly. Tastes like Johnny's foot uh, medicine. <laughs> so, so I guess Darius J saved the day then. See, our two yeah. stories connected. Yeah, exactly. Yes. You know, I was because he was in there. He's like, yeah, you go get some crackers. I'm like, yo, it's some crackers literally right there. <laughs> so you know, I had to leave my pose to get this stuff and then come back and then. But fortunately, there was crackers. You know. Dr. Ed was just yeah. like, hey, they found the crackers. It was it was there right there the whole time. Where you at? And I was like, Cascade Kroger, you know, yeah, I sent the text explaining the situation. And he was like, well, they found them. And I was like. Yeah, because I told Chris, I said, hey, yeah, I better let Stephen know because I just. Yeah. Yeah, some crackers saved. Yeah, I was already there. So. Good old Jewish crackers, baby. Exactly. So Coaster. that was interesting. Even though Jewish people don't really get down with Jesus. <laughs> I, I, yeah. So it's kind of weird, but yes, we could have used Ritz. We could have delicious crackers, but our standard is unleavened bread. Yeah, so that's it what is. We have, it's uh, unleavened bread. Oh, you know, it'd be cool if we knew how to make unleavened bread. I think people have done that in the past. Yeah, I know. Yes. Like at Northview, that's what we used to get all the time. I used to like actually like, someone fixed it. Yeah, I wanted yeah. to like eat a whole cracker. <laughs> 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 I used to be looking at it like I used to, the first time when I first started going to Northview, I was like. These cracker taste. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating instead of exactly. I'm observing. Savory. I'm yes. savory. And I had to catch, like, catch myself. Like, hold up, hold up. Supposed to be thinking about Jesus right now. But Jesus really got some season on right Exactly. That's like, you're like the guy who goes to, like, the Episcopal church and gets a little taste of the actual wine. Yeah. And he's just like, nom, nom, nom. I, why do I feel extra connected to that? Man, I had to find that out, like, when I was a kid. I was going to visit my family in Miami, right. and my family, my dad's side, 
you know, kind of floats toward Episcopalian yeah. tradition or whatever. Yeah. So that's the kind but of church they most, go to. most Caribbean people do go to Episcopalian. Exactly. It's very simple. You yeah. know, there's a program. You can set your watch to it. Yeah. In about 45 minutes, the whole service will be over. Yeah, because I think that's what Kevon's grandmother does. She go Episcopalian and stuff yeah, like that. Exactly. So the it's way they do... It's so close to Catholic. It's, it's really close. Very close. Really close. <laughs> so they, how they get down with the communion... Is that they pass a chalice, a cup. Oh, oh, they got the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so then they pass the chalice. You get a sip, and I was a little kid now. What if there's some bumpy, some bum bump people in there? Hmm. You gotta trust the Lord. Boy, you better pray. Better bless it. You better really observe. Yes. (laughs) So, (laughs) I I took a sip of that as a little kid, and I was like, Whoa! All right. Jesus, is that you? Oh, now man. it's a party. Yeah. And then it's past the challenge. I'm free kid. Oh, man. So, <laughs> so yeah, man. So I remember that. Like, but I can imagine somebody kind of looking forward to that a little too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see how that could shake some winos out here. Exactly. It might be some. Hey, y'all better be glad they don't let that out about Piscopay because y'all might have a line of fresh, new, homeless winos show up at the doorstep ready to get a taste of Jesus. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we have like some stuff, some people joining us. Oh yeah, I such. see. Let me see Let's what see the, f- the, the, the feed. I got we got Davon. Oh Davon Dupont. Oh, we got soft shoes shack in the building. That's oh. right. Yeah, Tiffany Manuel. Yes, what's up, Jason, Mrs. Manuel? Jason Negron. Oh, oh man. And Negron. Davon what's up, man? Dupont. Long time no see, Negron. What's, what's up? up? What's up, man? I don't what's know up? you, but what's up, yo? Yeah, man. What's you know up? What I mean? Good to have you. Projection you know days. I mean? Ain't nobody else. AMC days. Come in. Don't just come on here and just stop in. Come on in. View for the whole time. If you don't, I find you. Well, he's got like kids and responsibilities. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you know, everybody that got kids to excuse, but you people yeah. that just married and just looking around breathing each other out. Well, like us or single. Well, yeah, them too. They definitely yeah. have nothing to do. Single, y'all ain't got nothing to do. It's a Sunday night, man. It's a Sunday night. You need to be getting you need to be getting for rested. the week. You need to be praying, your, praying meal yourself. Meal prepping. Meal prepping. You know, but a lot of single people don't meal prep, man. Why? You have all the time. They don't. You they have don't. so much time. They don't, dude. I, I, I'm telling you, that's a valuable resource that I just learned how to do after I got engaged. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, because a lot of single I, people don't cook, though. I have money in my pocket. I'm like, man, they should have cut this stove on. What I look like? Willie Luck Luck? Yeah, I mean, so. <laughs> I mean, you know, cooking is a valuable skill that I yeah. guess half single people but don't have. I knew have. how to cook. See, <laughs> I did too. But see, the thing is, I don't like leftovers by nature. Bruh. I cook just enough. Bruh. Tell so the thing other I don't like leftovers, and I cook too much. Because I'm so used to being so around a, a volume of people. That's I grew what it up is. in a house. It yep. wasn't just me. It was always other people hungry. So yeah. I had to fix food. You and so I just like, let me just think about everybody else. Because if I don't, I'm going to have to go recook something. And, and don't then I don't want to do that. Because I just wash those dishes. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just go ahead and do it. So my roommates got to just like tap into a resource. Yeah. It's like, oh, daddy. <laughs> <laughs> The one like, brother who can cook in the like, household. Like, hey, hey, what you cook, man? What you cooking, man? You know what hey, what you cooking? Yeah. 
so yeah. Hey, hey, why don't you cook? Okay, I'll cook. Yeah, I'll cook some hot pockets. Exactly. <laughs> it's like it's gonna take three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes for a plate. Two, three minutes for two. A minute. Uh, <laughs> ninety minutes. Ninety seconds for uh for just one. So how many you want? Oh, we got the pepperoni. It's gonna take a little longer. Well, oh, one of my roommates had a signature G dish, and it was baked ziti, and it was fire. Oh man! And he also had a signature dip. You know what I'm saying? When he made that skip dip. It was fire too. Skip so. dip? That's what we called it where I'm from. You know what I'm saying? That's what we called that dip. What the, puts the, the, the skip Velveeta, in the, the dip? Vel the Velveeta and the roach tail and all that stuff like that. So it give it a little skip. You know what I'm saying? A little spice, a little chiles. Did you just say? Rochdale? Rotel. Oh, Rotel. Okay, I was about to say. We ain't going back oh, to the Hey, man. I know that apartment you used to live in. I thought y'all had some tapped into some survival skills. <laughs> like, it's a little extra protein. <laughs> tapped into some survival skills. Hey, nah, man. Rotel. I know my southern. Uh, oh, Rotel. That's right. Yeah, oh, the tomatoes. My, yeah, yes. the tomatoes with the chili. <laughs> you know right. what I'm saying? So I know my southern draw just really float make my words flow together and i just put roach rotel to roach tail <laughs> <laughs> oh so, god yeah, you know um okay so let's do some what up Brittany? yeah what's uh, up other half of the patterson's is on That's right what's up to you know my lovely saying? wife lovely, lovely wife. wife lovely wife lovely life my wife sleep right probably now. i was about to ask yeah she sleep she's still napping i'm glad yeah. she can sleep through our noise <laughs> she probably ain't really sleep because my wife she'll sleep for like an hour and then, and then she, just lay down yeah she get she get enough sleep to gather energy like i can't do that dude if i lay down i'm down I'm yeah not, me too. i don't nap i sleep yeah <laughs> it's never like i didn't oh, take let me just take me a few minutes if i lay my head down to close my eyes my body say, hey, bro, you already been up 14 hours. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, I'm the same way. Like, when I was a little kid, I didn't take naps at dude, all. I didn't, me I didn't take naps at all. I was, like, uh, my babysitters, I was sneaking around, yeah. playing on the organ and yeah. stuff. But, you know, on low, though. It had, yeah. like, a it was an electronic organ. I would. So. I'd be around there kicking other kids in the forehead. <laughs> and then when I was at school when they had nap time, I used to hate it because then, there's no yeah. sneaking around there. And they used to make us lay on gym mats. Uh, we laid on those little braided mats. You know really? what I'm saying? We had those little braided mats back in the day. I used to just be like, I'm telling you, in kindergarten, I used to be sliding around on the floor by the girls, and I'd be out there getting sneaking kisses, man. I'd get kisses in kindergarten. My first kiss was in kindergarten. My first kisses. Yes. I got tongued in the mouth by a girl. Y'all fresh. In kindergarten. Y'all kids fresh, Yeah, man. we were fresh. We was fast in the country. Ain't got a lot to do. <laughs> man, what if her daddy found out? Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> <laughs> you should raise your daughter better. <laughs> Ooh. Hey, but it's the truth. You need the to cuts. You need to teach your daughter some boundaries. Because <laughs> she was one telling me what to do. Exactly. Because she was like, I know one day, like, after school, she was like, now nah, you put your hand up on the bus. And he, she taught me how to Mac. Like, I put my hand up on the bus, like, had the little lean. Oh, the lean. Her, like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> she taught me that stuff. All that body language. You know what I'm saying? She going taught me on. that body language. We up like, like little high school kids. <laughs> Un <laughs> unbelievable. Um, this is what I have to look forward to. Someone, someone's getting homeschooled in the Patterson household. <laughs> okay, son. See you later, yeah, see daughter. You. Daughter, you say bye to your brother. Time to class. Time for class. 
say, say bye to your brothers. <laughs> <laughs> it's time for class. Exactly. I got to keep you away from them little fast, nappy head boys. Exactly. But, you know, like, for real, though, <laughs> <laughs> I was sliding around on the mat, girls just giving me kisses, man. Like, <laughs> fresh. Fresh. See, our teachers actually stayed awake during nap time. <laughs> Not Miss Manson. <laughs> <laughs> they actually watched us. Yeah, like Miss Manson. Miss <laughs> Manson didn't. Miss Manson be over there in that, uh, what's that magazine they used to have for the ladies back in the well, late the, 90s? Like Red 80s, Book? Late, like, er, yeah, some of them books. Red Book, Cosmopolitan. Yeah, that's Cosmopolitan. <laughs> She over there in the corner looking for the husband she never got. Exactly. So, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. <laughs> you know. Okay. So, we actually have a show to do. Actually, we? we are here. We just did not. <laughs> see, I told you. It's going to be like old times. See, time. like, see, <laughs> nobody, no no millennial to check us yeah, on our usually old Mella, Usually, Mella help guide our tangents. <laughs> yes. She is. She's research, she's part up, production, Nate? she's what up, Nate Hines? all that. So, yeah, she's kind of like the balancing force for our tangents. Yes, but she is. That won't happen today. Right. So, uh, but we, we are going to plug some things. We're going to plug some things. Yes. Oh, first of all, if you are listening on our various platforms, which we'll mention momentarily. Yeah. Uh, but if you are listening through any of our platforms, Please rate us. Rate us. Rate us. Because Follow us. That makes us discoverable. Yes. So help rate us. Make us discoverable. Put us out here. We've been, we are actually learning all this stuff piece by piece. You know what I'm yes. saying? One of the sisters helped us out and told us how to get that thing popping. So yes. please, on these various pro- plat- platforms like Spotify. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Overcast. Let, let me just, let, yes. yeah, let me borrow that right for a second. Yes, like on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Breaker, CastBox, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Spotify, and most of all, Anchor. Um, rate us, man. You know, get it out there. Help us to be discovered because we really want to reach all this, put this good energy out to the world, yo. Like, we we started this, and we're trying to be the best at it. So, you know what I'm saying? Um, help us, you know, be discovered. So, yes. raters, every time you listen to us, on any of these platforms, you know what I'm saying? It'll be much appreciated. Yes. We love it. We love the love we're getting already. We just yes. want y'all to put a and little we are extra love. love on it. Hug us a little tighter. You know right. what I mean? Reach out and touch somebody's hand. So give us a rate. Yeah. All right, all right. What up, Jasmine? Mother to be? Brown? Yes. Dang, I just made, I be making good nicknames. That's right, that's right. Jasmine Brown, listening with a husband, yeah, Russ. Yeah. One of our loyal, loyal listeners. Yeah. And yeah. and viewers mm, and such. Yeah. Um so we have a docket, we promise. We have we have a topic list. Yeah, we, we do. do have a topic list. We yeah. actually just you know what I'm saying so, flowing right now. So now something that caught my eye actually before last week's show, but we didn't get into it, but we will. Right. right now. Um, so training camp for the NFL is right around the corner, about the Ooh. end of the month. And, you know, I, I know people are excited, especially the South. This is the yeah, South. This is the South. SEC, you know, you know what I'm saying, football. Football in general, the college pros, whatnot. Yeah. You know, so, oh, that's my first, you know, of the show. Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to break that. I'm trying to va- break vocal stuff like that, but. Good job, because yeah. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. I speak the way I speak, <laughs> and that's who I am. Uh, so, 
T.I. was interviewed by Jamel Hill recently. Yeah. Uh, and she was just asking his opinion on, you know, the upcoming NFL season. Right. Because Atlanta's hosting the Super Bowl in 2019. Ooh, and uh, so it that's going to be big. Okay. Oh, yeah. First of all, I'm staying away from the city that day. I'm not going to be nowhere near. Nowhere city. near. We, uh, Jazz, can we do some house churches house that, church. that day? Angels, we need house churches that day because I'm telling you, it's going to be very. It's going to, if it's out. anything like it was in 2000. Whew. Mm. Then mm. we had a Super Bowl here a couple years, years ago when Atlanta failed. Not, well, the last time we hosted it was 2000 when the Titans and the Rams played. Yeah. And, so uh, where was the Super Bowl when Atlanta lost? Houston. That's it was in Houston. right. Yeah. Dang Man, can right. you imagine if that was in Atlanta? The chaos that was in Boy, Zoom? they would have burnt this shit down. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so It'd with be like the Detroit riots. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> but because Atlanta is hosting the Super Bowl, T.I., from Atlanta. Yeah. You know, Jamel Hill wanted his opinion. Bankhead. So, so, T.I. just dropped this bomb. Basically, he said, with everything that's gone on with Colin Kaepernick, mm. with the kneeling, right, with uh, domestic abuse, you can go back to Ray Rice on that one. True. Uh, and now this latest sexual assault thing with mm. Jameis Winston and him getting a Three game suspension. No, but he actually got what he deserved. Cause I'm saying, if it, it, they had Ezekiel Elliott on speculation. On spec, six games. Six games on speculation. They just gave old famous Jameis three. Three. Except for Jameis, need to really check himself though, cause he check. keeps getting in these little problems. But that's all well and good. But Tom Brady was suspended four games for footballs. I mean, that was footballs. He ain't hit no people. <laughs> I mean, just because, oh, because he covered it up and lied about it. That's yeah. not the point. It's yeah. deflating footballs. That should have been like two games the most, maybe yeah. one, maybe yeah. a quarter. Yeah. I don't know. But in the grand scheme of things, the NFL does not have like really a central conscience on these issues. They don't. They don't. They it's go just off like the emotion of whoever's governing the system at the time. Exactly. So I feel like this wouldn't have happened with the previous commissioner, Paul Tagliabue. Nope. Um, you know, like this guy, Roger Goodell, he's all about the dollar. He's all about just revenue he's and public opinion. Everybody. That's he, what I'm saying. He's a very public opinion. He don't yeah. follow any kind of, he don't have, he don't have a clear, like legal site towards going to gather information or getting clearly not like he just go. It's off a of, gut check. Oh my goodness. We may lose the women. Exactly, and then we'll do this, and then we'll, and we'll do, that. do that. We'll, we'll do hire that. a female no, coach to a you, coaching staff. Exactly, but you need to learn how to go, treat. If you're gonna do something, keep the same energy to everything. You yes. know what I'm saying? Be consistent. Just, yeah, be consistent. Like I wouldn't have a problem with that. And yeah, when they do those things, they do need to be reprimanded. Yeah, but keep that energy. You know what I'm saying? Don't just go up and down depending on who it is and how you feel and how many dollars they generate and all that stuff. Because all of it is, he, he all he's doing is playing an economic game. Exactly. So that all being said, um, when asked would he um, be interested in the NFL season, he's excited. He said he's going to boycott the NFL. T.I. said he's going to boycott the NFL. And 
that was interesting because this is a very public interview. I think a lot of people did do that last season. Yeah. My big brother, shout out Ray Quest, he yeah. did that. He did that completely. Man. He did not participate even in fantasy, no television, did not watch the Super Bowl, nothing. Um, and so, in light of this information, in light of this interview, I think I'm going to join T.I., man. Hey, man. I'm going to boycott the NFL. Hey, man, I really do want to see Saquon Barkley do his thing in New York because that's my team. But, you know, hey, man, you got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Exactly. You know so, I mean? shout out to my fellow Cowboys oh, fans. Oh, Mella Washington, she, she just actually playing hooky on us. You see how she do? Yep, she see how she, she leave do. us hanging and, you know, we in here had to do it for ourselves. You know, so, yeah, so I mean. sit back, relax. But yeah, man. Well, she's probably working. She's yeah, she's probably, probably working. You know, she's she's tired, man. She needs to fix stuff. Mella is about her business, so. Get better, Mella. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Mella yellow. Exactly. So, so, so yeah. So, shout out to my fellow Cowboys fans. You know, you a Cliff, Cowboy fan? I'm a Cowboys fan, Boy, yes. Well, yeah, it would be a sin for you to be. Hey, I have no reason. Uh, there's no incentive for me to be a Cowboys fan in the last 25 years. So I, I mean, was just about to say, give me kudos. Yeah, I, yeah, I give you props for not hopping off the wagon. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it ain't really been no reason for me to there's be a Giants been... fan. Period. <laughs> you guys have won two I mean, Super Bowls. But that, that ain't in the last 10 years. It's been 12 years almost since the last Super Bowl. <laughs> win one in the 90s and not win again and have some real problems. Y'all went like two or three. Back to back. <laughs> uh, yeah. See, I joined the year after they won. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so you joined them when they was, when Emmitt Smith was. Yeah, was popping. <laughs> See, because Deion Sanders is my favorite player. Deion Sanders is my favorite player of yeah, all time. Benedict Arnold. <laughs> I mean, he was. I mean, I mean, he went to the Redskins afterwards, and that was weird to look at. But love That's him anyway. Play. He, he's the LeBron of the NFL, basically. Oh, no. <laughs> well. He went to San Francisco. And won. there. Cowboys won there the, the next year. Yeah, but the rest of the teams he really won. Did he win with the Ravens? No. No. No, he, yeah, he, he didn't win after the yeah, Cowboys. He went, yeah, he went later at but, all. Uh, life. But, but so, so, yeah, shout out to uh, Cliff Franklin. Oh, man. To Laz out there. I love Cliff because he's an Alabama fan. He is an Alabama fan. Yeah, Alabama native. Yes, yes. So it, it makes him cool. But that Cowboys, I can't deal with that stuff. I mean, but at least I respect the Giants as a class organization through and through. Yeah. It's just, uh, it's the Eagles I can't stand. Ooh. The Eagles. Yeah, I feel Because they just that. think they're better than everyone. They, they they thought they were better than everyone else, even though they weren't winning. See, <laughs> that's the thing. I'll give them that. They have, they think that it's class they organization. It, they kept the same energy now. I exactly. Give them that. Like, so now they finally hit. I yeah, mean, they hit. They don't won one. It it won the star quarterback, but it was uh, you know, Wentz got to uh sit on the sideline, yeah. and watch old boy take the old trophy. Exactly. He that even was... watched him catch a touchdown pass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. How bad that hurt? <laughs> but. Okay, so but yeah, in light of this information, in light of what everything that is gone on like the Jameis thing was the last straw for me to kind of really because I feel like if Jameis Winston was Jameis Wilson the fifth string cornerback he'd be cut he'd be cut I'm not saying cut him but three games when a man got four games for a football 
four games were deflated in football. Yeah. That shows a real yeah. sweeping insensitivity, Yo, in my they, opinion. They suspended Zeke, even though they found out all that stuff was, was made up. Yes, it was all gas. They still kept and they the still energy. still did it. They, but it was documented. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Jameis did what he did. Exactly. And the thing and is, he on Instagram acting like, yo, the NFL messed up for what they doing it. No, no, you messed up for what you did. Homie. You messed you up. Messed up. Yo. You, like, you're the one who got lit up, got on an Uber, and tried to do what you did to a driver. Or was it a lift? I don't know. I yo, don't. Let me tell you something. That's why you tell people, man, you better watch it. Cause I, I don't. That's why I can't do Uber, man. Because somebody hopped my car, I lost my Uber job right then and there. Mm. Cause you mm. try me, you you gonna get tried. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you try me, cause just like I tell people, I'm a Christian, but don't push me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so in light of that, I keep on saying in light, yeah, but it's fine, man. Uh, well, you, you 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 do have some good words like troglodyte. <laughs> I use that so often. <laughs> I, I just really feel like in comparison to other leagues who address these social issues, like the NBA yeah, has yeah, done a bang-up job at that, yeah. and they don't even allow their players to kneel. They have to stand, thanks to Chris Jackson, a.k.a. Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, who sat in the 90s, and yeah. they had to make that rule. I'm so, surprised you got that name like all <laughs> the way correct. Because I was just like, I was waiting on you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, thanks to Abdul Aruf there. Um, was he on the Denver Nuggets? He was on the Nuggets at the yeah, time. Yeah. So, um, but thanks to that, there's a, there's a hard rule that they cannot, they have to stand. Everyone has to stand who's present in the arena. So, um, but they allow their players to speak on platforms. They allow their coaches to speak on yeah. issues. Like look at Popovich; he's yeah. he uses his platform to speak out on social injustices and whatnot. Uh, so they allow their players to be who they are and to back the causes a hundred percent. They're more of an international type thing. It is. So you have to be mindful of that, I guess. Uh, but with the NFL, it's it's just this thing where the owners and the owners, you know, the association of owners, which includes the commissioner, right? Flex just flexes this power over one their players, right? Because of how suspensions are treated, it's just kind of like just what I, it's like a par an angry parent. If yeah, I'm yeah, angrier yeah. that day, you get a harsher sentence. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And if you're just a nobody, you get cut. Yeah, you, get you know hurt. what I'm saying? You just get cut. Yeah, like you wouldn't even gonna play no way. Bye. Exactly. You know what I mean? so. so you have that. There's no uniform uh system of justice, but of course the players signed off on that because they didn't want to lock out. They didn't want to yeah. lose that money. Uh you saw you take but that's the bet but that's what I'm telling you. That's why they say, you know, like, I feel like the NFL is a poor man's sport, you know what I mean? Because once they start threatening money, yeah, they get them back in line. They be like, boy. Because not everybody can take the hit like yeah, that. Yeah, they say, boy. <clears throat> and they say, like, like, the chicken heart, like that said, boy. Yeah. Get back in line. Get back in line. Or you ain't getting that money. Exactly. And then, you know see, and it's the lesser players who can't take that kind of hit. It's the yeah. big superstars. They can save their money, but... Yo, but you, everybody can save the money because people on the practice squad make like, what, $500,000 yeah, a year? Something like that. That's way more than anyone. You just better live on your means. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, if you Dave Ramsey did. Yeah. Oh, man, there was this player. Uh, 
a couple years ago, he used to play for the Lions named Ryan Broyles. Right. He's a wide receiver. He basically set himself a salary of $60,000 a year. Mm. Okay. Smart man. So he didn't run out of money. He only played two years. But because of injuries and whatnot, he, like, tore, like, his ACL, like, his senior year in college. So, yeah. So he still got drafted in the second round. So he got himself a contract. But he was like, I'm living on 60000 a year. So I don't, you know what I'm saying? It, it can set me for a while. And then he invested in, like, real estate yeah. and stuff like that. That's and, smart, and man. So, so he made that money stretch. Yeah, you have to. Like, yeah. if you don't, if you don't, like, people don't understand, yeah. like, they need to teach wealth management. You know what I mean? I think they say, try to. On a borderline. I mean, but, but, uh, well, you know, when you've got that kind of money in your hands, if you have no money. I get spend some of it, but not all of it. Not all. I get to have that little, oh, let me just go out and buy some stuff I really like. Because if I was to hit the lottery, I'm going to blow about $10 million. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah, like the super, like the super hit, well, I, nah, whatever. I yeah, I won't even blow $10 million. I'll probably blow like a cool million. It's a cool million. A cool million. The rest of it, I'll be like, okay, I got to be smart now. You got to be smart now or the ride will end yeah. quickly. Because I wouldn't even start working. No. I just wouldn't work as hard. <laughs> just, but I, <laughs> I wouldn't start working. I'd probably keep my job for like two years till I learn how to yeah. respect my money. Cause or if I, I find an opportunity that I just can't pass yeah. up and it's going to make me a ton more than yeah, my job. exactly. So I, I'd probably re-educate myself on things. You know what I'm saying? I'd probably use some of that money to educate myself. You know what yeah. I'm saying? To really know how to do something to find or be able to just finance the dreams that I have, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like buy like into that. something that can or make you some money. Tech, yeah. you know, buy into Silicon Valley, you know what I'm saying? Just have me somebody out there that I could really just find something to plug money into to just diversify. You know, you, what you know what's an interesting opportunity I saw to buy into? Uh, shipping with Amazon. Like being like transporting goods and ser- goods and stuff. What did you find out about it? Just... What the, what the buy-in is? It's oh man, I'm I'm spacing on what the buy-in is, but basically, cause you know they can't run everything through UPS and the postal yeah, service. Yeah, I've been seeing more and more yeah. Amazon movers now. Exactly. Cause so, I was actually I actually been thinking about that. I might in, even get into. It's that. a few thousand dollars, a few thousand dollars to buy in. Because they give you a truck, because they give you a truck and everything. I think I, I want to say it's about. Man, do you have to take the management on yourself on 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 yourself? Uh, like if they give you a truck, how much I, of the I truck think, do you own? Uh, I didn't look that deep into. Yeah, because I'm about to say because <clears> it's buying. It, it sounds like a lease purchase type thing. I think it I is. Mean. I think it is. So it's, I'd rather have my own truck and come into it that way because I don't. Yeah. I don't want to buy from the store. If I if I buy from if you borrowing from the house, you, you uh, trust me. I'm exactly. in, I'm in the trucking game. I know how that stuff works. And they're they're in it to make money. Yeah, so they really gonna be guzzling you your pockets. It's like getting into a bad loan. But to get into the logistics in general, I feel like that's th- a pretty I mean, good thing to buy into. I, yeah, cause I, I mean I I do a lot of that on my own and stuff like that, and plus yeah. just like consulting with, you know, people. My brother, all kinds of stuff like that. I, I know a lot about that, so yeah, I've been thinking about doing that actually, you know. But but yeah, this is an example of stuff like ten thousand dollars. Yep. Who's who's it at? 
that's yo uh why oh that's right she's the one who told me about the opportunity so yes it's it's 10 g's to buy in and they get you a truck i can go get a truck cheap into that well i can go get a truck and won't have to put ten thousand dollars on because i got credit you know what I'm saying? true because true that right there it keep me keep my pay, payments low you know what i mean stuff right. like that so i'll be able to manage that truck the way it need to be managed but you have to do so many lines of uh deliveries a day you you probably do. Yeah, I rather. But you know what I would I was thinking about doing. I was thinking about just buying a big truck and run for them in between Atlanta and that Chattanooga. Um, it's a good line. Yeah, two hours. Two hours. I can pump that out. I can yeah. pump that out two or three times a day. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I gotta find out more about. Because shipping is the thing. I mean, it is more a thing than it's ever been. Yeah, because, because the internet. Everybody wants. Everybody's ordering online now. Everybody yeah. needs stuff like two days or later. Yeah. Two days or earlier. So. Exactly. So they're getting as many shi- uh, shippers as possible to get it as quickly. <laughs> oh, to man. The you know what? That spot. might be a good way for me to make. Mm, I don't know. I, I'm, th- I'm planning online. I'm planning on a podcast. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so back to the NFL players. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the lesser players, I feel like. And, and this was this is what it's leading to. I feel like after the 2019 season, there is going to be a lockout so they can settle some of these issues as far as discipline and just the way the league approaches things. Yeah. And I feel like we, the Players Association, and they've warned them to save their money for years now, but I think you really need to band together. I feel like the superstar players, you have a lot of money. You have a lot of money, okay? And this thing, if you lock out, if you strike for a solid year, okay, you can help some players out, I feel. Not everybody, but you can band together and you can sustain through a year. I'm going to tell you how it won't work. I know what you're about to say, but go ahead. I, you know. Yeah. You know why it won't work. Because hmm. the lesser players going to rise up. It's going to be just like uh, when they had the lockout back in the day. They used all the people off the street. Oh, like the replacements? <laughs> yeah, bro. It's going to be just like that because that's what they do. You know what I'm saying? When yeah, they did that in the 80s, actually. Got, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. In the 80s, you got you got people that are hungry out here and is willing to just say, hey, you can give me half of what you give no money and I play. You know what I mean? That's the thing. That would be a black eye on the NFL uh, but to do that again. Yeah. You could do it in the 80s when there was no social media. There was l- very little coverage. Yeah. But, man, that the game would suffer. The quality of play would suffer a lot. But there's some people out here in the draft that didn't get a chance. They actually can play. I guess so, but you know how long are you going to do that? And that's the thing. Now they may become superstars. Because I'm telling you, every time you play like that, yeah. Superstars emerge. Yeah, I remember there was a, a few players that got put on by the whole replacement thing that they did in the 80s, which the movie is based on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a quarterback in Kansas City named Steve Bono who uh, he stuck around after the replacement players came and went that one season, and he, he played in the NFL for almost 10 more years. That's what I'm saying. So, you know, because he got a chance. And this year – People, players are more developed than they were back in the day. Yeah, they, yes, the People, regimen. The regimen is way more developed, so you wouldn't really miss a lick. Lick, you know they. Yeah, you have to be. It'll be have to be a full sweep because yeah, if you don't get just superstars, uh, people will. This, this day and age, people find other things to like. 
other people to like. You know what I mean? Because they be yeah, like, other people. If you like. ain't relevant, they be like, oh, I found something else that's just like you, but better. And and what I was what I was uh leading to with the superstar players kind of banding with the not so superstar players, like you said, it has to be an across the board all. 800 some odd players right. have to really just be like, I'm out. And then with the guys who don't make as much, you have to prepare them now, first of all, to be frugal with their money and then kind of have a system of like sustainment so that everybody can ride this year out mm. and really show the owners that it can be done. Because otherwise, nothing's going to get accomplished, man. I feel you. I feel you. Nothing's going to get accomplished. I'm it's going to be the same old thing. 100%. And I feel like the fans can be part of that. I feel like yeah. subscriptions to Bubba NFL tickets. Bubba ain't getting online with you, buddy. There's <laughs> a reason why they got Budweiser and Bud Light on, on TV. Because the NFL. That's Bubba and them favorite drink. Oh, my gosh. Bubba and them going to be like, uh-uh, I want to watch my football, and I want to drive my Bud Light. Yeah. Yeah. Man. <laughs> well, that's. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, they can watch college football to their heart's content. <laughs> and, I, and I'll be watching college football. Hey, college football is even more of a slave trade. But <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they're, they're, they're uh, working on that. They're working on that. Getting these players to be able to use their likeness. Yeah, because they should, man. They that, should. That is so wrong. They should. If you, you can't even sign an autograph. You can't even sign an autograph. You can't even write your own name Dude, for that's money. that's what I'm saying, because you got to understand them, because you're bringing them to a business without letting them understand how to be a business. Right. That will help them all the way around. They're going to get some of the shady ones and some 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 yeah. steep holes. And that's just going to happen. You got some idiots, you yeah. know what I'm saying, that don't know how to handle power. Right. You know what I mean? But you also going to have some people that really flourish from this and really be able to build a brand, yeah. eat better, live better, build a better quality of life for their families and stuff like that. So I really think they need to let them kids, you know, become entrepreneur-like and yes. really um, make make money off their name instead of the school making money off their name. I, I, because the thing is, um, if you're a college kid, you, like, say, if you're a non-athlete. Right. I could be Mark Zuckerberg, I could be Bill Gates, and I come up with something that changes the world. I can make money off it and still go to school. Yep. Um, and but if I'm an athlete, and it seems like even certain athletes are able to make some money, like Olympic swimmers. Yeah. During their Olympic time, they can take endorsements. Yep. Okay, but then once they go back to competition, they can't. Right. It just depends on. The na you know, when you take the endorsement. Mm -hmm. But see, in the revenue sports, it's like you can't even get a summer job. Like, you, if you get a summer job, it has to be for, like, super-duper part-time. It can't interfere with certain Study things. Hall. Study hall. Yeah, exactly. It has to be part of a program, basically. Yeah. Um, so, but you can't. Like, there was this kicker for UCF, University of Central Florida, who had a mm -hmm. YouTube page, and he was very popular. Yeah, I remember. And he was getting money off that. Yeah, because um, YouTube was paying back then. YouTube was paying. It, he did not mention the school. It's not like he was doing it from the practice field or anything. Nothing. He was doing it all on its own, and the NCAA ruled that he could not be on the team anymore because yeah. he was getting money, and that's ridiculous. Ridiculous. 
ridiculous. So here's the thing. He create. He didn't even. That's the thing about. He, that's the crazy part about his situation. He ain't referenced the school. He did not. Not one time. Not once. And he still got penalized. Exactly because he's an athlete making money. So what I feel like is, uh, with this whole proposal of paying the players, so to speak. Yeah. I don't think the school has to pay the players a dime. Okay, what what has what you just do is just allow a player with some notoriety or name the opportunity to be a business, like yeah. you said, to be a business. So that way, you that guy is able to be a business, but you don't have to pay Mr. Water Polo the same amount of money you pay. A star basketball player. I don't True. feel like that's fair. It's not, and that would bankrupt the NCAA. So, I, well, maybe not, but probably would. Uh, they're just greedy, so probably yeah. not. Uh, yeah. But we gotta meet people halfway, so I feel like that is the halfway point. Just allow them the opportunity, so that way NCAA football video games can come back. <laughs> yes, because all you all you'd have to do is. Sign a disclosure. You're getting like fifty bucks, some nominal fee, and that's it. Then you can put the players back in, and it can be a game again because I like that way better than Madden. Fight me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. I, I, I actually do like it better. Than <laughs> yeah. Let's argue. I like it better than Madden. It's always been a better game, but uh, yeah. I feel like that's the solution to that. And that feeds into the NFL thing, I feel. Because like you said, if you teach someone how to be a business early on in the game, yeah. they don't come into the league making stupid decisions with their yeah. money when they, they become a bigger business. They're not here buying dolphins and giraffes. And, and, <laughs> and shark create. tanks. Exactly. They're not here Stuff. trying to just like, you know what? Somebody sold me some gold dusted shrimps. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's a Although, delicacy in France. You, you know it. they have some um, gold dusted chicken wings up in New York. Today. Yes, I've seen that. Yo, I've seen exactly I that. I eat them chicken wings. No. I no. would, dude, i just buy them chicken wings and just look at them. Just look at them. Like, They'd be in my so display fresh. case. Yeah. They rot in there. Exactly, they rot. A refrigerated display case. Oh. So it doesn't rot. You ball them, man. <laughs> See, well, if I'm buying golden chicken wings, then, I mean, I have, I can afford to go the extra mile. <laughs> just think you got gold lips. You up here looking like, <laughs> looking like, looking like you just uh, kiss gold dust on the cheeks. Exactly. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking like that villain from Austin Powers. <laughs> I love gold. <laughs> Yeah, man. Oh, so, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, that's just my piece on the Whole, potential boycott yeah, by yeah, the fans. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to call DirecTV tomorrow and make sure my Sunday ticket is canceled. You I wasn't had gonna a Sunday ticket. Man? Well, it was free with oh, the promotion. Yeah. But oh, if you yeah. don't call them before the season starts, yeah, then they, they hit they, you. They go, they're gut punching because I yeah. guarantee you that that. You're going to be like, you get that big, you're going to be like, oh, my Lord. Exactly. <laughs> so, I got to call quickly. I was like, did this Sunday ticket come with actual tickets? Yes, <laughs> it must. You know but what I mean? Yeah, man. So, you know, yeah, I feel you, man. Everything we just said is, is certifiable and doable. Yeah. I feel good about it. 
<laughs> but yep, so I'm going to st- try to be strong. I'm not going to be able to talk Cowboys with anybody or any other NFL football. I'm I'm retiring from fantasy football. I Ooh, shout out win. to Willie B out there. We play ESPN every year. Nice. I'm going to retire a champion. Sorry, dog. <laughs> uh, I'm a champion. <laughs> <laughs> I won, and now I'm going to retire. Yeah, I'm boycotting the man. NFL. Hey, man, let it be. You know what I mean? I don't have time to watch it anyway, so. Nah, you know me either. Fantasy is kind of how I connect to it. Yeah. And then I just keep up with the highlights. And then I watch like a game or two a week. That's it. Right, right, just right. Once. I can't watch multiple games a week. Right. I don't have time for that. And I right. definitely don't have time for that with. Yeah, this. we got a whole lot of stuff you know. going on. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, you know, yeah. so. Even though if we had like a, a flat screen in here, we could just like watch TV behind Mel. Oh, and that would be that would be actually be hilarious, yeah. a hilarious idea. Yeah, you know, you know, Mel Yes, we just watch these games and you know, yeah. comment <laughs> upon them <laughs> like we tried to do. Yeah, the first episode. Yeah, we actually did pretty good, like on the first take. Yes, on the first take <laughs> of the first episode. We were clowning the Rockets in the in the Utah and Alfonso Ribeiro. Yes, our boy. Yeah, our boy from the Boogie Down Bronx. Boy, Alfonso Ribeiro. That boy tough. He that tough. That boy got a long history of show business, brother. He does. He does. He's a vet. My wife didn't leave. I think she did. Yeah, I think she did. Yeah, I thought. Yeah. Oh, so she ain't asleep at all. No, she was up. I noticed she was up. I heard moving around in the house. So, yeah, you know, what's up on the next topic, man? Yep. So, uh, if you remember from the second week. uh, Second week? We did a food for thought and called it. Food for sandwiches. And we called it food for thought number one. Yeah. Well, we decided to do a food for thought volume two today. Coming at you live from the other room. From the other room. (laughs) The other room. So, we want to get into some uh more serious topics more but, serious topics but we will keep it 100% conversation 100% conversation so Darius J put out some questions on the group yeah if you noticed and the first one we'll, we'll deal with is just our generation and Darius J asked are we raising a generation of victims yes man and I say yes, you know what I mean? Because, mm. I mean, for the simple fact, man, like, everybody can't have a voice and everybody can't be right. You know what I mean? Right. And we're more oftentimes teaching kids that they are right all the time. All the time. And wrong none of the time, especially when it comes to their, um, I guess, how you say, um, into <sighs> relationships with other adults outside of their parents. Right. Like teachers, stuff like that. Because back in the day, I remember when, if I came home and I said, yo, um, I would say I get a note from home. It was never I was right. Honestly, because my mom knew me. You know what I mean? Like, she was like, that sounds like you. That sounds just (laughs) like you. Yeah. You can't tell me it's the teacher's fault. Right. You know what I mean? And oftentimes it wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Both times it was me doing wrong, and I got reprimanded. And I got home and I got that act right. You know yeah. what I mean? So, but now, you know what I'm saying? You teach a kid. Like, I feel like because our generation was put in a, in a 
pinched of like nobody ever listened to us and now we taught our kids like oh no your opinion is valuable yeah. you know what i'm saying when it really not it, they need instructions they need to know how about to go about this life and not everybody is a champion yeah it's only one champion there's only one champion there's only one yeah when you run a race it's the first second and the third nobody else really matters not even the second or the third they just get to stand beside the person that was first right you know what i'm saying and not to say that's a bad thing, but I, I'm just saying, like, you have to understand and be comfortable with where your level reaches. Like, yes. if you are a B-plus person, be comfortable with that. I'm not going to give you an A-plus and you you did a B-plus worth of work. Or use it as a learning experience to get and where get you need better. to be. Yes. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because be. that's what I'm saying. Like, <clears throat> they don't teach the kids, like, yo, sometimes good enough ain't enough. Right. Good enough don't always get it done. Doesn't always get it done. More oftentimes than none, it gets it done. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you have to really teach kids about life and not, you know what I'm saying, let them self-govern. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot of kids that are self-governed, over-opinionated. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm just like, yo, why you got all this opinion and back talk? I just told you to sit down. Yeah. Sit down. You know yeah. I ain't telling you sit down because I just want you out the way. I'm telling you sit down because something else has to go on. You know what yeah. I mean? And I can't keep honing my energy on you feel obliged to just do what you want to do right now. Right. And you know what I'm saying? And then when you correct them and then they fall into victimhood and it's like, oh, he did it. So I got to explain to you, even though you know your child. Yeah. And you know what they did. You know what I'm saying? And now, yeah, you know every, what you did, you right? You know what you did. You know your child. Oh, you should know your child. Yeah. You know what I mean? And now you get into, okay, victimhood. You know what I mean? Like, now, every time, I'm always right. Nobody else is. Because even just like when Facebook and yeah. Instagram stuff now, yeah. everybody feel like they're right. And then once yeah. you tell the truth, oh, you're you're bullying me. No, I was just telling the truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Just like you got to. Yeah, exactly. Just like you yeah. got to. But you were stating opinion. And if you kind of on here and then you were just stating opinion saying this is my opinion. Yeah. I ain't coming at you. You know what right. I'm saying? But if you saying that this is law, this is right, everybody else is wrong, this is stupid, and then I correct you, I'm not bullying you. Right. I just made sure that the truth was put out. You know yeah. what I mean? So that can't be your reason for saying. It's I, a cop out. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. You can't cop out of everything. It's a cop out. I even my own mom would uh, comment on this a lot when she started getting into Facebook and stuff. The term "hater" gets thrown around a lot. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Just like, oh, you know, you're a hater. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because uh, you're, you know, you're trying to check me on what I'm yeah, doing or you saying. Hating. And I'm like, like what? what? No. No, I'm not hating. That's just not right. No. You know what I mean? Like. The hate would mean that I have some deep feelings, some kind of way about exactly. what you're talking about. Exactly. I know, you know what I'm saying? I'm just telling you what I know to be true. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no feelings behind it. Because it's all victim terminology now. Exactly. Yo, it's all <clears throat> victim terminology. Yeah. Because it's like hating. You know what I'm saying? Why you, why you, it's, dude, it is, I'm like, that's the biggest term I hate. Yeah. Oh, you a hater. You know what I'm saying? It's just a cop out. What it is. Okay, so if I say I don't like your shirt, I'm a hater. 
I don't like it, sir. I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm not yeah. hating on you. It's just not my cup of tea. You can't make me like your you shirt. You can't make me like it. You know what I'm saying? You ain't finna victimize me into liking your shirt. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You ain't finna force me to like what you like, and you ain't finna force me to lie. You know what I'm saying? Because if you're telling a lie and I tell you the truth, I'm not hating on you. I'm just telling you the truth. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know what? It's even spilled over into, like, now that we're in the summertime and summer movies are coming out and, and whatnot. Um, the film industry, in a sense, that the DC movies didn't do as well as the Marvel movies generally. So DC has even come out and said that Rotten Tomatoes is in Disney's pocket and is out to get DC movies. That has been floated out there by people. I know, I know, and that's not true. But that's a victim mentality. Yeah, it's that's a, a victim mentality. Instead of making better movies, you're just like, and oh, well, better this... directors and all that it's stuff exactly. like that, doing better storylines. Yeah. I said, because of the trip part about me, DC is not incapable of this. They're not. Because their animated series are so much better They're than Yes, Jesus. because they let actual people that care about the comics and their storylines work on the movies. And that's the point, you know what I mean? And th But that's what I'm saying, like, this whole generation is just a generation of victims. I understand yeah. when somebody do you wrong, they did you wrong. I understand. Yeah. But just having a difference in opinion or difference in beliefs don't make me a hater. You know what I'm saying? Because if I ain't coming at you fighting about it, and if you ask me something, I tell you my truth, and you think I'm still hating on you or trying to bully you into doing something, right. I'm not bullying you into doing anything. You asked me this. Yeah. I didn't want to have this conversation with you, first of all. Because I kind of know what I be running into when I talk to different people. I be like, oh, okay, I know what this is going to be. So I got to <laughs> get ready for the mess. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just like half times, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, just like when people don't get their way, they feel like, oh, I'm a victim. Somebody must help me. Somebody must kiss up to me. Yeah. Somebody must make all this go away. I'm not finna fight no no um enemyless battle. <laughs> I'm right. saying like you creating enemies when they are none. You right. know what I mean? So you have to learn how to pull yourself up and just say, okay, everybody don't love you because if everybody does, nobody does. Right. You know what right. I mean? Right. You know so, what I mean? Because what is love if everybody just agrees with you all the time? Yeah. Nobody really cares. It's like a lot of people don't understand that. You putting yourself in a, posi a, a position for people to really not like you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because nobody don't want to deal with victim mentality all the time. Yeah. I don't want to hear you talking about the same thing day in, day out. Who somebody hurt me? They hurt me. Woo woo woo. You know what it's starting to look like? You the common denominator of all these things. So it must be you. At some point. At some point, some point you're the common that's, denominator. That's, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're the common denominator, all this stuff, yeah, that goes on with you, that now, cause I'm gonna ask you and I'm gonna observe your conversation and be like, oh, that, that sounds like that's a you thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because all these problems keep circling you, so you must be the nucleus. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're the center of it. You're in the center of it all. Yeah. So. So, yeah, man, I, I, I agree to a certain extent. I feel like generationally because of the voice we have presently in the ether, in the Facebook, in the Twitter, in the Instagram. I, I sound a million years old saying yeah. it like that. Yeah. But um, in social media, 
it was something that even in the 90s, people who were coming of age there did not have. Yeah. You know, the Generation Xers, yeah. they didn't have this voice that so we had. So they came in and made sure that everybody had a voice. Exactly. But when everybody has a voice, nobody listens. Yeah. If yeah, everybody's if everybody's talking, everybody got a voice. Nobody's nobody listening. Yeah. So you have to make sure that you know what I'm saying, because like like I tell people, you can't just put make things limitless. Yeah. Because once you do, you're gonna run into a system of chaos. Yeah. And once you create so many victims, you're gonna create once the victim mentality fall off. Yeah. You're going to create a bunch of abusers. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I feel like it has to be that thing. You have to teach people like, yo, sometimes you just need to get up, get out, and just fix this thing yourself. Ain't nobody at you. Ain't nobody trying to put you down. Right. Just because somebody don't agree with you, that don't mean they ain't on your side. Right. Just like, just like, you know, I ain't always agree with what my mom said, but they ain't let make me think she didn't love me. You know right, what I mean? Right, like, right. Oh, my mom don't love me. Take me away from her. You know what I'm saying? All oh, my teacher told me to sit down. She, she, she ain't my mom. And just like you see how these students teach these teachers, treat these teachers. Yo, let me tell you something, yo. If I was a teacher, yo, <laughs> students been caught these hands. I'm talking about it'd be some night night going on in them classrooms. Uh, be, and then you wouldn't be employed. Hey, it's fine. I'd be a police officer. Wow. <laughs> and do the same thing to the kids then. Like, because uh, I'm telling you like that, man. Like, it's oh just, Lord. it's so weird. Like, I never, do. ain't never seen nobody stand up to the teacher like that back in the day. Me yes. either, man. Even the worst, even the most quote-unquote delinquent of kids back in the time, there was a limit. Yeah. There was a limit where you knew you were... You knew where you were, yeah, and you knew the implications of doing that, like yeah. cussing out your teacher, like not just like standard cuss words. Yeah. I'm talking about four letter words, yeah. like the only wh- teachers that got abused back in the day was substitutes. Yes, <laughs> yes, because <laughs> like it was like they had no power unless unless they were like a well tenured substitute. Yeah, because you I got rem- some of them ones yeah. coming in. They lay it all down harder than these teachers. Exactly. Like <laughs> I remember back in the time. Uh, there was a teacher named Miss Pollen. Miss Pollen. Uh, this lady, she had been subbing for like 20 years. Wow. And I think from like second grade through like ninth grade. Yeah. Because she, she did all levels. Yeah. She didn't just stick to elementary. She did yeah. all levels. So I saw her for like almost 10 years mm. subbing of my career. And then she was like, I've done it. A decade and some change before that, so right. you didn't mess with Miss Pollen because no, she Pollen was OG. Yeah, she was OG. She laid the law down. You did what she said because you knew that she had clout. Yeah. Okay. Mm. If you tried Miss Pollen, you were gonna get in trouble when the teacher got back. Right. One hundred percent. So, but yeah, man, I had considered substitute teaching at one time. No, I cannot. You know, I, think, I, I mean, not you're really not connected to it. You're not, you know, you're in. Scared. You in, you out. Bruh. You out, you in. I get disrespect I'm losing my substitute job license. I don't see these kids again. Because I will put my foot in a John Brown <laughs> hind party. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't even have to meet these kids' parents ever. And just, yo, no, I don't want to hear it. I'm too confrontational. Like, <laughs> you got that mellow vibe that you can just let it roll off the back like, you know, duck, uh, water off the back of a duck. But right. me, water hit me, I'm like, oh, who sprayed me in the face? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I, oh, Stephen Hill, brother. Brother, I cannot substitute. I will put hands on people's children. They were like, why all these kids got Elmer Fudd knots on their head? Oh, my gosh. And, yeah, I've, and they'll be sitting I'll be sitting and shaking this left. Like, <laughs> y'all better be glad and give them the right, because they wouldn't be walking out here. These people airlifting these kids out this uh, property. <laughs> be very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, man, you know, we need to um, start putting um, more more. But it's it's all because of like parents, man. They don't put what they used to like. They don't put in the kids what they put in us. You know what I'm saying? Like, probably. I not. was never able to be a victim. You know what I'm saying? So my mom not. said, "You messed up. You got to clean it up." Yep. You know what I'm saying? You. This is your problem. Learn how to fix your problem. Learn you how to fix saying? your problem. Because you know what? The problems ain't going away. Because people keep keeping these ha- these kids' gloves on these kids way past the time. No, yeah. it's time for them to touch this iron. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. It's time for them to learn that life ain't giving. Life is more about taking than giving. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just it's just impossible, you know what I mean, for people to really vibe, you know what I'm saying, with life after that. Because if you keep them victims, people ain't going to care about that, especially when you're trying to get careers and all kinds of stuff like that. People ain't looking for no victims. You know what I'm saying? They're looking yeah. for people that can assert themselves. People that can make stuff happen when stuff fall apart. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, because things fall apart things more fall often apart. than they come together. Things fall you apart. You have to be able to do that. And victims ain't going to be able to make that happen. Right. They're going to get into their anxiety attack, take their drugs, and have to sit in the corner and slob out the mouth for five, ten minutes. Right. So, you know what I mean? It's just, it's time to just let that stuff go. You know what I mean? It's time to... Teach these kids boundaries. Teach these kids that life ain't gonna reward them for their mistakes. They gonna penalize them for the mistakes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, man. Cause the, the yeah. show must go on, man. Show must um, go on. And uh, I think uh, Mella is a part of the broadcast. <laughs> Getting print for him. Yeah. Uh, uh, she nah, I ain't say. reading all that stuff, Mella. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Should be here. Yeah, you know I mean. <laughs> 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 That's right. I did that to you. You should be here. I don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? So what's the next one? You go rolling on the food for thought. We got a couple subjects. But um, I think she brought up a, an interesting point, though. What's she re- you read it. I ain't read it. I read it. I'm, I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. What's she read, bro? I feel like this is like a, a Bible study. Hey, man, let me tell you something. I'll read. Mella, I only listen to you if you're on the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, uh, Mella Green says, I just feel like as of late, kids feel empowered because we live in a society of vitality. Uh, what does vitality oh, virality, mean? Virality. Because I'm about to say vitality. Yes. What I got to do with yeah, that? <laughs> I'm like Ron Burgundy. I just read it. It's on the prompter. Um, <laughs> okay, uh, society of virality. Uh, virality. She made that word up. So... What I can do or say to this teacher that will make the world laugh. Hashtag no respect. Hashtag so, foot in your face. 
So, yes, people will put on for the broadcast for their own personal feed, for their own But that's what whatnot. I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. Like, that's stuff pointless, man. That stuff ain't going to get you no real points in this world. Well, that's their whole world. You know what I mean? That's, that's their saying. entire but planet is these likes. Th- that's why I feel And we like need to teach them that it's going to move to virtual reality. You're going to have a bunch of vegetable kids sitting up in. Well, like Ready gonna, Player One? Yeah, I was just about to say that. It's like Ready Player One. <laughs> I'm saying their whole life exists in the virtual plane. Exactly. Yep. Or like Sword Art Online anime plug. <laughs> right, right, or the Matrix. Yeah, you should watch that Sword Out Online. I think you'll like that. Okay, because it'll it'll it's give you a player one, but a more played out type thing. It, it, I got it's dope. But um, yeah, uh, I feel like yeah, that's that's that vir- virality will get your face swollen up with real people. And I see yep. they pick and choose who they can do it to. They don't see, try with no real thing. OG because that's the you thing. catch me on the off day. Pop pop. Oh, his knees go. Oh, it's bad. <laughs> and, I, and I feel like that's what, uh, that is what still is at the root of it. Yeah. Is people, when you're coming up in the world, you figure out that you can exploit certain people. Yeah, you know who to try. You know who to some try. Some people, some kids, just like, like even, even like other kids that I see, and they know who to try. I see them try some for punk. But when I come over, I look square in the eye. I'm like, hey, I'm going to tell you right now. Ain't no playing GA over here, cuz. Because I'm telling you, I ain't got to live with you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm going to set you straight. Because I don't want you to think that you can get away with this stuff in real life. Because like, I have a kid swing at me and try to hit me. I let them know, like, hey, I'm telling you, what, you got this one for free. The next one's going to cost you. Mm. Try it again. Pop them right back. Pop. Oh. <laughs> you hit me back? Yeah. You, that's what happens. <laughs> you hit people, you get hit back. Learn your boundaries. Learn that everybody ain't for personal touch. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's what my dad always said. Don't ever get to the point where you got to put your hands on somebody, you know, unless you're defending yourself, exactly. because you're gonna meet the wrong one one day. Exactly. You know, just trying people, hitting them. Yeah. You know, so. So yeah, man, I feel like. In a way, it's a new thing, but in a way, it just taps into human nature as far as now that this platform exists, social media, and, you know, it changes the mentality of yeah. both the yeah. parent and the kid. Yeah, because it's like my child won't know no, like, real internet tapped in until they get of age to buy their own way into life. <laughs> I mean, my, my uh, niece is starting to get into... Uh, social media. She just got a Facebook page. She's like almost twelve. Um, but before that, the big thing with kids is YouTube videos. Kids will just start a, their own YouTube page as like the thing to do. And she did that when she was, you know, last year. So she has her own YouTube page, and then she's just like playing video games and talking about them and stuff like that. But I mean, it's fine. You know what I mean? So no it's like the new toy. I but guess. that that thing right there, that'll be a, a privilege. It won't be a, be a right. You know, it ain't a right. Because I don't care who you are. Everything in here I pay for. I am, true. I am God in this house. You know what I'm saying? Lord. Yeah, I am. You know what I mean? But out there, and I say, I am God in this house, and God exists in here, and he's my God. You know what I'm saying? So I'm ruled by a benevolent God. Exactly. So, but in here you can't have your way. Like all this stuff is rights. 
All I got, all I have to really do for you is provide clothes on your back and feed you. It ain't no promise of all the extracurriculars. Everything yeah. else is earned. You know what I'm saying? You got to learn earnmanship. That's right. Earning you know things. You got to learn how to put your hand to the ply and create. You know what I'm saying? Because this stuff don't just manifest out of thin air. Somebody had to work for it. And guess what? As soon as your hand get, hey, well, you will learn. Wash them dishes. Take this trash out to the kitchen yes. floor. All that stuff like that. You ain't just going to sit in here and soak up all my electricity. No. I, I, but that, sorry, that's like my grandma and my mama. Jeez, that is right. another thing, too. It's like <laughs> chores and such. Dude, yeah, that's gonna a happen. lot of kids don't do chores, bro. A lot of kids don't do they chores. They ain't cleaning up after no 10 years. You finna like, get it oh cleaned no, up. Oh, no. That's right. I was yeah. like, boy, I roundhouse kick in your face. <laughs> Man, I was cutting grass at 10 years Dude, old. me too. That's what I'm saying. I was like doing real labor. Yeah. <laughs> my dad got me started. Dude. He had me and my brother pushing the mower together <laughs> when we were too little to push it. It's like, you hold T- the bar. Teamwork make dream work. It's like, you hold the bar, I'll do all the pushing. Oh, man. Just, man, it See, was See, we grew up in a great time, man. We did. We grew up with parents still cared about us. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what our parents said about, you know, their parents said about them. Yeah, you know what man. I'm saying? It's always something. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, ain't it? Boy, yeah. you better say it. Ecclesiastes said it. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Nothing new. Nothing new. You know what I'm saying? So... It's just, uh, I think it's good to be conscious of it and talk about it because then, you know, you can corral it to a certain extent. I mean, yeah. you're living in it, but at I the same time. I hope you're young and listening. That's right. Yeah, Maybe man. something else will come out and change the game for the better. Yeah. Hey, Russ said he had no rights growing up. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Not really, bro, because I'm Not telling really. you, like, I had, I had rights to the bed to act yeah. up, go, go in your room and lay down. I don't have took so many forced lay downs. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> It'd be like a suplex. Exactly. Like, boom. Oh. Now stay there and think about what you just did. You're going to sleep now. I'm paralyzed right now, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure it ain't going to be hard. My mind is the only thing that's working right now. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, man. So, food for thought. Next yeah. topic. Yeah, man. Um, this is going to be a popular one, I feel. I feel like it is. Uh, so, is there a difference? Is there a difference between the one, <laughs> and this is Dayton, the one, right, versus the right one? What? So this is Darius J. Question number two that he posted. Yeah, and I feel like this is gonna be a topic that everyone has something to say about. Yeah. So let's just just uh, get us into it, Darius J. Alright, is there a difference between the one and the right one? Yeah. There is. There is. Mm-hmm. The one is the thing that we make up in our mind that we be like, hey, man, she got to look like Holly Berry. Right. But she can cook, clean, hold down a job with a career, and she can't weigh no more than 175 pounds, 5'8". Woo, 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 you know what I'm saying? Not like, five five with brown yeah, eyes. Yeah, not. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I like tall women. <laughs> <laughs> I like tall women. My okay, my, gotcha, my, gotcha. my my mate would have to be five seven or above. I like some my, some meat on the bone. Got it. You know what I mean? But you know, but just like I feel like the one it the one that we all fantasize about. Yeah. Is what we've created in our mind. Yep. Now the right one. I feel like 
that's what God really got set up for you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? The one that's going to push you. The one that's going to make you strive for the things that you really put out there. Because it's yeah. like, my, the right one, yeah, pushes me towards the things that I want to do. She don't let me just put stuff out there and just say, oh, I want to be a pirate. Hey, well, you know, when you going to get your first ship? What's your plan? What's your plan? You know what I'm saying? But I feel like the one is just the one we create. You know what I'm saying? And we have to go through life and learn that, like, yo, everything that you want ain't the the one is the want. The right one is the need. You know what okay. I mean? Because people don't understand. In order to get to the ones, you have to do the things that are necessary. Necessary needs. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So you have to handle the needs in life. Like you need to rest, you need to eat, you need to, you know, all that stuff like that. Yeah. So you need someone that's going to push you to get to the just the base level. And all of the things that you attain that you need, you always get to achieve the things you want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like God don't want you to just have, you know what I'm saying, the things you need. He wants you to strive and have things because that's the way he get glorified just yeah. by doing Bigger, better things, you know what I'm saying? Being extraordinary, you know what I mean? Like, but you can't be extraordinary until you handle ordinary, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So you, it's, it's like that. Being a good steward. Being a good steward, you know what I'm saying? Be, being able to manage your talents no matter how many you got. Right. So the one is that one that you just like, ah, oh, I've deserved a mansion right off the bat. Have you ever had a job? No. You know what I'm saying? Like, What's well, your just, what's your just justification? Say, exactly. Like, what's your justification? What makes you think that you suppose you deserve this? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a nice person. Yeah, because I'm a nice person and I work pseudo work hard. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? No, you know what I'm saying. Your your mate is actually gonna be a reflection of who you are now and who you will be later. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you know what I's saying because yeah. just like your mate supposed to embody where you're at and where you're going. It's like if you getting something, you gotta think about legacy. Like I feel like you should choose the right one when you think about legacy. If you got your mind focused on where you wanna go, this ain't where I'm at right now is just a stepping stone. But where I see myself at where I wanna work towards, you better look for the one that's gonna help you go after that yeah. those things with a fervor that is Cheetah like, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, but if you got somebody that's just like, oh, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I don't really care what you want to do in life. I want to live my life because the right one, you would, they'll know how to link you and her dreams together. So y'all can go after this thing and make a better life for your family, a better life for your loved ones, just a better overall quality of life. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like my quality of life is, is up now. Yeah, it ain't like I couldn't have this. It ain't like I couldn't have this life in singlehood. But you don't supposed to fall back. You know what I'm yeah. saying? You supposed to be end up going forward. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though it may be a low period, and when you catch your ground, catch your footing, but when you spring off, you always know how to manage, how to go forward, how to talk to one another. Because if you can't right. talk to, because it's like even the right one versus the one. Like when people get the one, I don't had the one before. Yeah. I know what the one felt like. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. The one broke my heart. <laughs> and not saying the True. right one won't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But if you are pick your spouse with, you know what I'm saying, um, virtues in mind, 
legacy in mind, you know what I'm saying, you will always be able to obtain, you know what I'm saying, one ship, you know what I'm saying, like you yeah. always be able to obtain that bond because you developed the friendships to get there. Yeah. Because I feel like you have to be friends with your, the, the right one you be able to be friends with. Yep. You know that, what I'm saying? That is a bare minimum requirement there. Yeah. If you don't have no friendship, you ain't got net, you ain't got no roots. You have no roots. You have no roots when things go you know, not your way, exactly. um, when hard times hit, because there will be make challenges. Yeah. You know, there are challenges in order to get where you are trying to get. Right. So, yeah, man, you got to have a friendship because that gets you through. That gets you through. That is the base. Oh, yeah, I like what Mella said. She said, it's like the perfect person, the one, versus the imperfectly perfect person, the right one. Uh. Couldn't have said it better. You know right. what I'm saying? That's right. Get out of my head, Miller. You know what I mean? But that's what I'm saying. Like, you have to, you know what I'm saying, be able to just gauge your life occur accordingly because it's yeah. like we're all imperfect beings. If you're in search of perfection, yeah. that lets me know that you're a very shallow person. Exactly. Because you don't even see your own shortcomings. Exactly. You know, and I, I hear guys – like really use that as criteria all the time to get married. Well, I'm looking for someone who kind of checks all the checks all the boxes. Dude, you know <laughs> what I'm boy, saying? You're going to find out all check boxes. Well, you you going to need some crosses. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cuz that cuz that's the thing and you're basing a standard of what a wife should be yeah. on like a standard that isn't even your own. You best you're just, just like the American dream. Exactly. You get you basically saying I, I'm basing my life totally off the American dream. Off the American dream, dude. Yeah. The life we live in now, it ain't even a room for that. You better create your dream. You know what yes. I'm saying? And find somebody that's willing to create and walk with, into your dream with you. You know and, what I'm and saying? The, and the thing is, people see that. What's destructive about it is that people who aren't in that headspace, yeah, they see it as settling. They see uh, it as settling bruh, that bruh, okay because these bruh, box because I bruh. I don't get to check these boxes. Come on with it. They see it as settling. Speak as David M. You know if she doesn't look like I don't even know Beyonce. I yeah, don't know Beyonce. You know, she, 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 okay, she the she the uh, average egotistical dude standard right now. So. Exactly. So if if she's not Beyonce and you know. A light skin with savvy businesswoman and baby hair edges. Exactly. If she's not that, then I mean, I'll entertain the woman, but I'm yeah. not gonna make her my wife. Exactly. You know. What and I'm even that, in in and of itself, you kind of know you're kind of running Bruh. from this standard of the right one. You know, you're just out there yeah, having fun. You know fun. you're playing games. You dude. know you're playing games. You know it. I've seen it. Bruh, this right here is the best quote I ever heard in my life. Oh. The biggest coward is a man who awakens a woman's love with no intention of loving her. Yeah. That's kind of what they do to the woman yeah. that's really for them until they get that so-called, uh, she my everything that I ever wanted on paper. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's like, it's like, man... You have to look at life like this and women, you know what I'm saying? That was a quote by Bob Marley, by the Bob way. Bob Marley. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You have to look at it like this. Um, 
Life is like an NFL team that's good on paper. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. When the season starts, you really find out what the team all about. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Put it to, you put things to the test. You could yeah. have certain as- aspects and attributes about yourself. Um, you could be this, this handsome dude who makes a whole lot of money. Right. And, you know, you're educated. You're smart. You're funny. And, and whatnot. But life is going to put you to the test. Dude. You know, your integrity to the test. Come on. Um, your character to the test. Yep. Uh, your money to the test, <laughs> uh, for yeah. sure. And so you got to have, if you're entertaining somebody for multiple years of your life, because you only have one life to live, you got to have a partner in Yeah, that. you got to have a partner, man, because if you don't have a partner, yo, you ain't going to be able to develop. People, yeah, it, exactly. Sorry. sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, but yeah, um, people always talk about being a brand. Yeah. Being a business, what? well, a good ba- brand or a business, you need a partner. <laughs> what? You can't do it all by yourself. You can't. You can't do can't. this all by yourself. I, and I'm talking about in in life. Somebody keep you straight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, you know, marriage is a gift from God. I'm going to say is. that. It's not a right. It is a gift. Yeah. And I understand is. that. A lot of um, people treat it like it's a right, though. But but no, it is it is a gift, so... Um, God and God blesses us in different ways, but I'm saying if you're on that track yeah. to bring someone into your life, that's yeah. something you have to consider. You are a brand, you are business, yeah. y- you know, you are a legacy. Yeah. You need a partner. You need somebody that fits yeah. that brand or business. Yeah, because if you don't, just like you may get the one. Yeah, the one. Like I said, sounds good on paper. Yes, but. Sometimes the one ain't battle-tested. It's not. You know what I mean? And just like the right one, if God line you up with the right one, and he will eventually one day. You know what I'm saying? Like, But don't force God. You know what I'm saying? Mm. A lot of people, I don't see a lot of people force God force and come out on the other end looking like chewed up meat. You know what I'm saying? But I bet they learn, though. And some learn, but some people go back for more, believe it or not. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, you know what I mean? You have to understand, like, yo, that, that, that stuff like that don't come... You know what I'm saying? Easy. You know what I'm saying? Because if something come to me easy, I question it quick. You know what I'm saying? I'd be like, hold up, why is this here? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Why is it $100,000 on the ground? Who, right. Who, who dropped it? Who dropped it? I'm looking around. I ain't Who's even going looking after for it. it. I'm not even going after it. I'm like, who's this? Hey, somebody drop some money? Because then the next question is, who's looking for it? Who Exactly. So, you know mm. what I mean? But that's just like people you come in contact with, especially when choosing a mate. You know what I'm saying? If it's easy comings. That means somebody being fake. Oftentimes, it's both of y'all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Trying to make it work. Trying to make it work because you both fit the bill. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He's handsome. He's smart. He's funny. He's, you know, he's. I cut. believe it or not, some you know women don't believe. Some women don't believe they superficial, man. And then, with, and then with the guy, you'll be like, oh, she's she's beautiful. She's sexy. She's smart. You know, she yeah. fits. She checks all the boxes too. So that both people just trying to make it happen. Yeah. Make it work. I ain't saying don't get nobody that look don't look exactly. good. Exactly. It's not vilified, good-looking people. Yeah. Because that's ridiculous. But that's ridiculous. But it's, at the same time, you ain't going to – everybody ain't walking around with dimes. You know what I'm saying? She a dime in my eyes, but you, you might not like it like that. Because you know what? That dime is a person. Exactly. See, that's the thing. Like, 
It's not just a commodity. It's not an investment. Exactly. A dime is a person. It's person. Okay, and that person has personalities, dreams, goals, prayers, hopes, hopes dreams, and if you don't fit that vision, Come on. then you you guys don't you know what I'm saying? That's not the right one. That's just the one right. that you've built up in your head. So let that woman be with her right one. You know what I'm saying? That guy that ends up happy with her, he don't vilify that guy just because he was a better fit for her than you. You know what I'm saying? So he said, "You got a comment." What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to like kill this double sound. Jazz said, "Why it sound like this? It must be you." <laughs> Jazz might got a uh, iPhone one, you know. What yeah. I'm saying? So. No. <laughs> <laughs> but for real, those iPhone users hang on to their hardware. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. Power. But the thing yeah. of it is, like, yeah, I even like, well, you know what I'm saying. It's just that you have to be a complimentary pastor. You know what I'm saying? Like, you do. And the thing of it is, people oftentimes go searching for certain things, certain things, certain tangible things, attributes, and things over that can everything. change. You know, and things they saying? can change. Cause just like me, I had, I feel like I had my own list of things, but I knew my stuff was superficial. I mm. really did. I, I, I honestly yeah. like, hey, ain't get all this, mm. especially for not from the person. Cause just like I dealt with beauty before. I had yeah. women that everybody considered beautiful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it was just like, oftentimes, I was just like, they ain't really about themselves. They really ain't trying to have nothing in life like that. They trying to just soak up whatever they can soak up from people. You, you end up finding out a lot of people are parasites. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But, you know what I'm saying? You know, I, I needed an ant. I needed somebody that had the ant qualities. You know what I'm saying? Right. Somebody that knew how to dig, knew how to reap, knew how to sow. You know, knew how to harvest when it's time, when it's about to be wintertime. Need to know, have somebody that know, hey, we got to pull it, our resources in, about to be wintertime. Just like being on this day, Ramsey thing, it's yeah. wintertime a lot. You yes, know what I'm saying? A so lot. I'm pulling a lot of stuff in, and thing it is, my wife has that power. You know what I'm saying? She got that fortitude. She got those things. Like, even the things I w like, every, the things I'm strong in, she weak in. The things she weak in, I'm strong in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know how when things start falling apart, I know how to get to action. I, when, I, it's like I live for chaos sometimes. You know what I'm saying? Like, in a storm, I'll be like, oh, snap, I know how to do this. Boop, boop, boop. Moving things around, putting things back in place. Like, nothing yeah. ain't never really happening to me. Right. It's like I know how to turn on in disaster. Yeah. You know, but she's a methodical person. Right. She know how to put things like step A, cause she asked me, "What's your plan?" I was like, "I really ain't got no plan. I just got two pistols and a lot of bullets." <laughs> and this is how I'm finna start. You know what I'm saying? Like this is how I'm defeat the world. I'm on, and we're in a zombie apocalypse. Like, what is your plan to get across to the, to the Kroger to get resources for us? Like I said, two bullets and two pistols and a lot, a lot of, bullets. of bullets. And she was like, "That ain't gonna work. You actually need a plan." She was like. You can't start as if things are in chaos. Right now, it's very... It's peacetime, It's peacetime. You peace can time. just... <laughs> if you could pick the safe route alone, yeah. everybody will get across peacefully. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's what the right want to do for you. The, the one to just be like, go ahead and get it how you live, shout, and then you come back, you missing an arm to my what happened? And you're like, did you get the groceries? No, I'm oh. leaving you. He's <laughs> 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 like, I almost died, and I might be a zombie in a minute. <laughs> 
So, but, I mean, and so, and the thing is, I think the trap people fall into when they're looking for somebody is, as far as qualifying them for marriage, is that they look for who they are in this moment, and they expect that person to never change and, yeah. and crystallize, never grow. You know, I married this person. They grew into something else, so I feel like I got gypped. I see that a lot. You know, I see that a lot just in certain other married groups that I have been in on Facebook, you know, talking about marriage. You know, not people I know for like that, but other married groups or whatever. So, um, because they built dating up to be this thing to where they find the exact person what? that qualifies for marriage, qualifies, qualifies for marriage, and then they get mad when that person evolves and grows. Right. And that's both sides. That's, that's man both and woman. Side. That's man and woman. I yeah. get it. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah. like, because that's what I thought it was at first. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I was like, hey, this is, you know, you got to turn out what I need you to be. If you don't, I got to, even though it might have been two years, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got to release you back to the wild. You didn't work out. You were not the cheetah I thought you was. I thought you can catch at least 10 gazelles a week. You only brought me back five. Exactly. I got to catch you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So... I think people fall into that trap, even in dating. You know, you're you're with someone for months, years, and you're just testing the person at that point. Like, yeah. okay, how how consistent are they gonna stay? Yeah, are they gonna change on me? Yeah, and whatnot. But it's like if you meet somebody in your twenties, and you're with them till you're in your thirties and forties. I mean, there's going to be some change Bruh, there. there's some changes in three years. Exactly. Yeah, like so, I only been married almost coming up three years. We don't change our taste in a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? A lot of things. But that's the thing. People don't understand. People think people come in and change. People are like children always. You know what? Yeah. That's the reason why they say you always learn and you're always growing. Your mm -hmm. taste changed. It's like I didn't like Brussels sprouts back in the day. Eat them now. You know what I mean? But I don't know about all that. Yeah, I feel you. But, but <laughs> I see what you mean. But you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> just like it's it's like pe people treat life as things don't mold. Everything is always morphing into something better, something bigger. Taste change because it's like it's people ain't the same always. We grow. Yes. With age come change in mind Which too. Changes. changes. Yeah, you know what I'm yes. saying? Like you know what I'm saying? Like I might can play. Like I learn even in dating. I can't play fight my wife. She hit too hard. I can't play them games. You know what I'm saying? Siobhan hit me so hard one time. We were play fighting. I was like, we ain't doing that again. I said, nope, you can't do that because I'm about ready to fight you for real. That hurt. And that brought tears to my eyes. I had, <laughs> I had to turn away from her to get my composure because a tear literally yeah. it hurt so bad until she draw the tear from me. <laughs> like, I was like, I did not expect that. <laughs> I was like, girl, you played. Bro, I was like, I, I just turned away from it. Like, nah, we can't do that no more. Mm -mm, okay, mm -mm. I'm over there like, hey, you play, hey, hey, some of my eye, Boy, yeah. I'm trying mm. to tell you. Got but, a pillow feather in my eye. Mm. <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, the one to me is just the superficial makeup that we construct in our mind. You know what I mean? But just like if I put my wife up against the list, of the one versus the right one, 
her list far outshines my my one was all superficial stuff. You know what right. I'm saying? Like this right here don't brought sustenance to my life. Don't brought more financial thing to my life. You know yeah. what I'm saying? More, I, I know more about my finances than I ever did. You know what I'm saying? And she she uh, she lights up my ideas. Like I only have a flicker sometimes, and she's just like, "Yeah, if you plan it like this, this can happen." Woo woo. And I be like, "Man, I ain't even think about all that. I just had, like I said, two pistols and a lot of bullets." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was just, I'm like, I'm I'm ammo. I'm action. You know right. what I'm saying? I ain't finna sit there. They be like, "We got a war to win with my bullets." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Already go out there, so I feel like people have to plan with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, allow life to develop when you choose to get made. Because perfection, a lot of people standing don't understand your standard ain't God's standard. Right. It's just not your person. You know what I'm saying? God is God. You know right. what I mean? Like He has bigger, better plans. You know what I'm saying for you, even though you feel like you know what I'm saying like. Your plan plans need to come faster than you want them to come. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But they ain't. You know what I mean? It's just not. You know what I mean? Like, God don't work on your time. God don't even work in the const- constructs of time. It's just something we created. I feel like time was created to try to keep up with God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, so I feel like we should just really just take a breath. You know what I'm saying? As, you know, like... People out here that are looking to get, be married, people out here that are married, remember where you came from. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Remember what life can be like. For the married people, remember where you came from. Remember what life was like out there when you was out there just taking shots in the dark. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. Remember how I felt when you got to feel that light when you said, I do. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When you found that one, when you had in your mind like, yo, this it, this the one. You know what I mean? But also remember that it takes work to keep the right one. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you, we all could turn the right ones into the wrong ones. Yep. You got to take care of – you have to take care of your wives, husbands. You yeah. got to – you know, and, and wives to a certain degree take care of us too. So uh, any – you know, back to the whole analogy of being a business legacy yeah. brand. You know, you don't – a business doesn't grow if you just – leave it there if you it just don't it don't if you just don't do anything to yeah. sustain it or take care of it you have to take care of anything you value yeah. in life yeah and marriage is no different it's not like like you said you don't you don't marry you don't marry the sum total of a person yeah you don't you know what i mean it's like it's gonna learn it's gonna grow you know so if you're single out there really get in touch with what track you're on yeah you know find like out, what drives know thyself. you know thyself. yeah know know thyself that's right yeah. so find out what track you're on so that you know what kind of partner you need exactly. to get where you want to go learn your emotions too like it's something yeah. i was talking to a brother about before we, i left church learn your emotion learn your emo- learn that we are there's a lot of people surfing from emotional intelligence lack of emotional intelligence, intelligence yeah. because a lot of people don't know why? They, how they get to the point they reach in their emotions? Yeah, I'm gonna use the segue into the anger part. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying. To it. But yeah. you know what I mean. But a Good lot job. of people don't learn how to govern their emotions. Like I read this yeah. book. You know what I'm saying? Emotional Intelligence 2.0. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I actually got the audio version of the book too. Because I often listen, read instead of read. <laughs> but it's just, it teaches you how, you know what I'm saying, your emotions trigger certain things and come from certain levels. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I feel like, you know what I mean, you have to be able to govern that. You know what I mean? Because if you don't, with your spouse, it's going to always spill over. You're going to always have a trigger to trigger back to something that you always had a problem with. Yep. That you never really found a chance, got a chance to figure out what it was. You just knew that, hey, there's a part of me. You just be like, well, this is me. You just got to let me be me if you ain't going to lie. People don't got to allow abuse. Yeah. People don't have to allow abuse. You I don't. wouldn't at all. I'm not going to be abused. Right. You know what I mean? So fix what you fix. Fix what you need to fix. Yeah. I don't care if that's my friend, wife, mother, father, anybody. You know what right. I'm saying? I'm not going to stand for your abuse. So if you don't got certain things on the rap, I would distance myself. You know what I'm saying? But even being having a spouse and stuff like that, you got to learn how to check that yeah. that unchecked emotion, lack of emotional intelligence. You have to learn how to gain that because if you don't, you're going to always be in a cycle of fights that never really began with your spouse. It began with you or began with your friend. It began with you. Yeah. It's not them. It's you. Just like people don't understand when they keep running in and out of relationship, friendships. It's like when a people like I hate to hear people say, well, you know, what I mean, uh, shoot, I don't really vibe well with other dudes. You know what I'm saying? I just kind of like get along with girls. And I said, no, nah. I said, let me tell you that why you do that. Because you're, you, you're afraid of confrontation mostly. You're afraid of somebody giving you some pushback, saying that's wrong, saying that's right. Most yep. women are caught to you. You know yep. what I'm saying? Or just like a girl be like, oh, I'm more of a uh, guy friend, guy, you know, girl. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really. I don't know. You, are, a lot of people don't understand you can't handle emotions spilling out of nobody but you. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. So most females that are guy friends, they used to pouring their emotions out to guys instead of being able to have a relationship with the consequences with a woman. aren't the same. Exactly. You got to give give and take. Yeah. A lot of people that choose the opposites are usually giving and, you know, just taking from a person and not giving. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's why I got friends all across the board. All my friends are male and female just alike because I know who I am when I'm with you and when I'm with them. I expect the same thing from you than I get from them. Because I'm going to give quality, I expect you to bring quality. Right. You know what I mean? But if I ain't have emotional intelligence, I'll just let somebody suck my life away from me. You know what I mean? Exactly. You get caught up in the same emotional situations. Yeah. And you really don't really confront what's causing it and how destructive it, destructive it is. It's like, it's like some people who always seem to gravitate toward drama um, because they feel like well, somebody tried me, somebody, you know, tried my life, you know, yeah. tried my adulthood, tried my yeah, manhood, yeah, yeah, tried yeah, my yeah. womanhood. So I got to clap back. Yeah. Got to clap back uh, every time, uh, every time. Uh, and it's just like, well, what is this doing? What are your actions? Yeah, what are the consequences of your actions about, you know, to people around you, to yourself? Now you got a record because you yeah. had to clap back yeah. and you got a charge because you had to clap back yeah. and you're in jail because you had to clap back yep. and it just keeps on piling up, piling up, piling up. And the people around you who have nothing to do with those situations, they lose um, a brother, a father, they yeah. lose a mother, a sister, yeah. you know, because 
you felt like because of these unchecked things in your well, life. And segueing that effect into uh, unchecked anger, anger, guys, if y'all right. don't know why it's switching up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if all that just goes unchecked, um, then the people around you either suffer through it yeah. or leave it. Or leave it or die from it. Or die from it. Because there's right. like a lot of people get killed from unchecked anger. You right. know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people don't think that they're because you're able to blow up on things. They just think that's who they are. So lots, a lot of times it comes from hurt. Right. A lot of times that ain't just who you are. It's just you in pain and you ain't you've been in pain so long it's numb to you. Now you don't even right. feel it. You know what I'm saying? You don't even know it's there. You just know you re- overreact to certain things. You know what I'm saying? So, right. and that's even like me, I have an anger problem. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know stuff can turn me on quick. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? I think I even shared this at a Bible talk one time. Just like last week, I think, like yeah. a week before last or something like that. I was like really having a bad week, and my anger was getting touched on every time, every day that week. You know what I mean? But it took me some time to just really center myself and God to just look up what anger does. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn I got to be slow to anger. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Slow to speak, you know, quick to listen, slow to anger, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. And um, it's just because I know, like, man, anger, my anger make people get away from me. And it also make me want to not be around people because I know when I'm feeling a certain type of way, I just like, I don't want to see nobody because <laughs> I don't want to run nobody stupid. Yeah. If I run somebody stupid, they're going to check, they're going to step it on their nerves. I ain't got no more nerves to give. Yeah. I ain't got one left, and if you step on it, I'm going to step on you. Mm. You know what I mean? So you have to learn how to check those things. And I'm pretty good at checking my anger and stuff like that. But sometimes when I be just weary and worn out and tired, my nerves are burnt to the end, I know how I need to just, you know, I need to go get myself away. I need to go read something. I need to just vibe out some music, something mm-hmm. to get my mind centered on, all right, let me go back into myself and do some self-assessment. You know what I'm saying? Let me go pray. Whatever I need to do to get up. Most time I pray because pray, I, I I get a lot of time to pray if I'm in my big truck. I think that's cause I think that week was bad for me because I wasn't in my big truck. Probably. <laughs> I was in the office the whole time. I didn't ever get like time to myself. Mm-hmm. I went. I, I took like 50 bathroom breaks that day. I think. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't have time to myself to just really get out, get over to God, get to sing my worship music and stuff like that. Cause this is normally how my morning starts. You know what I'm saying? I get me a little daily dose of Jesus, and then I hop right back into my life, and I'm able to handle it, but I didn't have that, you know what I'm saying? So I was just out here just, uh, big nerves, and people yeah. was stepping on me, was like, oh, no, 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 no. shut up, talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yeah, um, and I know you alluded to yesterday, I mean, not yesterday, earlier in the podcast, uh, that... Oh well, uh, Stevie Neal, you just mellow about things and yeah. stuff like that. Well, part of that is out of necessity. Mm. It's out of necessity. It's because I used to a few years ago, especially like in work-related situations, I'd blow up at people. Yeah. If I felt like I was being attacked or cornered, yeah. Like or something was not fair going on. Like so I was just like, okay. I gave you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. So now that you are doing something unfair, I'm going I felt like I had to punish people yeah. for trying me. Trying you. You yeah. know. Yeah. So 
I would cuss them out. I'd you know at work. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because of my bosses, coworkers. Yeah. You know, so I really had to get to a point where I had to consider. I had to isolate the action yeah. from what I was feeling. Right. Because what I was feeling, it was a possibility that it was happening. Like, I felt like this was happening. I felt like people were attacking me. But there was no way for me to know for sure. Now, there were situations that there were. Yeah. That people were trying me. Right. People were trying me because people be people. Right. But most of the time, I figured out that it was all a con- that it was a construct in my head and that most people don't think about me when they're sleeping at night. Yeah. Okay. So I had to consider I had to start considering that possibility yeah. when I got upset by somebody at work. And eventually it was that extra step I needed to consider, well if I blow up at them, I'll get written up. Yeah. Or if I blow up at them, you know, then I'm going to have to have the talk and then my oh my job's on the line and stuff if I don't straighten up and then this person that did the stupid thing right. gets to be a hero mm. you know cuz I blew up at them right. despite what they did wrong yeah, yeah. you know that that messed me up right so I really had to get to that point especially professionally right uh because it was costing me it was it was costing me opportunities right um you know, promotions, Angry whatever, man. exactly. Or just this guy with this emotional problem, yeah. you know? So, um, I really had to just really, I wouldn't say like withdraw from situations, yeah. but really just put that extra step in Dude. just like, what will my actions, what will be the result if I did this right here? If I yeah. just put my foot off verbally, into yeah. somebody and i feel you because that's exactly how i was you know what i'm saying oh snap the video ended oh um, yeah oh man <laughs> but you know what i mean um so that phone must be dead yeah it must be super dead you know what i mean yeah. but i feel like at that time you know what i mean just for me i did a lot of things like that too you know what i mean so it was just I don't know. It was hard because I I, I lost a job because of something like that. Because I mm. I went all the way off. I ended up fighting a guy. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? I got to the point where I was fighting this guy. I'm fighting this guy in real life. <laughs> oh <laughs> man! I was like, no holes bar. You know what I'm saying? I'm finna go in. You mm. know what I mean? Because I I I reached the point to where I was just like I can't I can't not go into this. You know what I'm saying? And I don't know how to handle this situation, no reason but to fight. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I got to my wits end. I don't lost my nerve. I'm fighting. You know what I mean? And I start to fight. You know what I mean? So, I end up fighting the person. I got to the point where I beat that dude senseless. You mm. know what I'm saying? They locked me in the office. We had an office that locked from the outside instead of the inside. Wow. They locked me in that joint until the police came because I was... I, like, my anger used to be so bad and so unchecked that I just black out. And like, because mm. I didn't want to fight people. Most time, I tell people, like, go ahead, go on about your business. I don't want to fight you. Hey, you won, whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, woo, 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 I'm a punk. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Go on about your business. Because I don't want to fight you because I know if I release, I'm releasing yeah. everything. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I'm not just releasing on you for what you've done. I'm releasing on you for what a lot of people done. You know what right. I mean? So, therefore, I just 
I fall off. You know what I mean? So I that instance, I beat the dude to death in the Taco Bell, and Mexican back there had to come get me, and then they put me in the office, locked me in the joint. I tore the office up because wow. they wouldn't let me out. I cracked the glass with my fist because mm. I was just punching and trying to get out. I was mad. Like, I didn't see nothing but red. Like, I was just like, I'm after what I'm after right now. Wow. I'm like a lion on this man. I see my gazelle. I'm going to get it. You right. know what I'm saying? So that's what I was. You know what I'm saying? Like, but as I grew up, talking to people, counseling, stuff like that, you know what I mean? Shout out to mental health. Anybody that know what counseling feel like can partake in it. I've had sessions when I was 10 with counseling, and I got some when I was a little bit older. You know what I mean? But you have to know how to manage that, you know what I'm saying? Because if you don't, it goes away, man. It goes away. You know what I mean? Your hurt, your pain, your life, it falls into a hole. And yeah. then every time somebody comes close to that hole, they drop in. You drop in. They drop in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And they get hurt from it. So. Yeah, man. Uh, so. We're like almost two hours in. Oh, that explains it. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, we were at the one minute, 59, 55 seconds. Yeah, man. Um, Man, we went in. Yeah, we went As expected. Yeah. As expected. Safe. But man, this has been compelling and rich. Yeah, it is, man. I appreciate this podcast, man. Dang, we haven't made a Mellow reference in quite some time. Yeah, we haven't. Hey, shout out to uh, the Mellowless podcast. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Coming live to you from the underground. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we ain't had Mellow. We, we miss Mellow. She, she cool, too. But I, I know she would have a lot of things to say. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. But, in know. reference to this, because she always is a deep thinker, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know what I'm saying? This was a conversation. I know y'all heard us pour out a lot of thought and intellect into this last segment, you know what I'm saying? But as always, it's been a good time with you, Stephen Neal. Likewise, Darius J. You know what I'm saying? And we're going to go ahead and end it like this. All right. I'm Darius J. And I'm Stephen Neal. And Mella ain't here. And this is Converse. We talked about it. Yes, we and did. we out. <laughs>